now time for the Rural News with Sally Murphy in Otatahi Christchurch. And Sally, beekeepers have delivered a stinging response to a plan to revive the industry. Kia ora Charlotte. Yes, the new strategy isn't worth the paper it's written on, according to the New Zealand Beekeeping. Launched in Wellington last night, the strategy aims to double honey exports to a billion dollars by 2030. Created by Apiculture New Zealand and other partners, it says a strong industry body is needed, as well as better monitoring of pests and new export quality standards. New Zealand Beekeeping represents small to medium-sized beekeepers. Its president, Jane Lorimer, says there was little consultation with the industry on the plan. It's not fit for the paper that's actually written on. It's... uh could impact the beekeepers of New Zealand very severely to the point where it could put um, beekeepers out of business. Miss Lorimer says the strategy has no costings, no clear priorities, timelines or ideas on a funding model. She says adding a levy for a varroa pest management plan doesn't make sense as it's already widespread and basically in every hive. They're also suggesting a a single body in that for the industry, which we would have a membership fee. So at the moment, all our industry bodies are voluntary. So that would turn to one one industry body that we had to belong to. So those fees, and they're also talking about a decarbonisation sort of strategy as well. Uh, Those fees there would basically mean there'd be five different levies or membership fees in that for, for beekeepers. Jane Lorimer says the strategy needs to be thrown out and a roundtable convened with all stakeholders to, de- to determine what direction New Zealand's beekeeping industry wishes to take. Meanwhile, Manuka honey producer Kimvita has made a half-year loss of $3.2 million due to challenging trading in its top markets, China and North America. In the same period last year, it made a $4.2 million profit. Chief Executive David Banfield explains what led to the loss. In mainland China, half one revenue was $33 million, down by 19% on PCP. This was primarily driven by the macroeconomic weakness impacting the premium consumer category. Sales in China are showing improvement towards a more stable trading pattern. North American sales were impacted by the loss of some distribution with one customer, inflationary pressure and a strong PCP. David Banfield says sales in the rest of Asia were strong with revenue up 49% and Convita's full-year forecast of a $30 to $35 million profit remains unchanged as its market share remains strong despite that weaker consumer sentiment. Results were mixed at the global dairy trade auction overnight. The average price was up half a percent to $3,664 US dollars a tonne. That's the highest level since October 2020. However, the whole milk powder price, which impacts payouts for local farmers, was down 1.8 percent to $3,388 US dollars a tonne. The fishing industry is looking at ways to make the rollout of cameras on fishing boats more cost-effective. Industry leaders met with the Ministry for Primary Industries this week to discuss the camera rollout, amongst other things. Seafood New Zealand's independent chairman, Greg Gent, says it was a good chance to have a reset of the industry's priorities and lay out the challenges. He says the industry is squeezed around cost and there could be better efficiencies in how the cameras are operated, like through the use of technology. We're not in any way trying to back away from cameras on boats. We accept it. There's some nervousness in the industry, I think, understandably around um, privacy. Um, So obviously some of that stuff's got to be managed well. 
from when cameras were first mooted to what is available now, you know, Skylink write the list really. AI can do a great job potentially at looking at imaging rather than an individual after having to trawl through hours and hours of filming. It's it's all those sorts of things where we can simply just work to get cost out, but we in no way are interested in, in removing cameras from boats. Greg Gent says companies are in the early days of developing quick win solutions to take back to the ministry. A copyright expert says the EU free trade deal favours European producers over our own. The European Union Free Trade Agreement Legislation Amendment Bill was recently released. When it comes to geographical indicators, New Zealand gets protection for 23 in the European Union, while nearly 2,000 EU GIs will be protected here. That means terms like feta, port and prosecco won't be able to be used by New Zealand producers. Raymond Scott of law firm Simpson Grierson says it's too one-sided and the wording of the bill shows there will be no examination or ability to submit against the GIs. While the EU is getting protection in New Zealand and what will be automatic protection for almost those 2,000 GIs, New Zealanders at the moment aren't able to register geographical indications in our own country for things other than wines and spirits. For example, a New Zealand producer wouldn't be able to register bluff oysters or manuka or ponamu for greenstone from the South Island. So what you're seeing is is a very lopsided implementation or change to their regime where the EU seems to benefit significantly and New Zealanders seem to be left out. Raymond Scott says New Zealand's geographical indication regime is under review, but the free trade deal bill will be disappointing for producers here who are left wondering why they're in a worse off position than their EU counterparts. And lastly, animal genetics company Livestock Improvement Corporation says bacterial contamination is the most likely cause of faulty semen being used in over a 1,000 herds last October. The faulty batches resulted in fewer cows getting in calf, which impacts dairy farmers' earnings. LIC Chief Executive David Chin says a review couldn't identify the exact root cause of the bacterial contamination, but recommended some changes like improving quality checks, technical knowledge and training, traceability and hygiene at production facilities. He says LIC will implement all of the recommendations. And that's the Rural News for today. Kia pai, tōrā.